Hello, welcome to the next edition of Just the Facts. We're very excited and very happy to have uh, Mr. Craig Quisenberry, uh, Vice President of Major Accounts for ACB. Did I get that right? You did get that right. I didn't right. screw it up this you time? You did not make a mistake. I tend to do that. Uh, <laughs> friends of the business, and we're happy to have him back again. You, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, we're here because we're uh, at the convention, right? We were both yep. just at uh, NIADA. Um, is there one or two things you've picked up on? There's a buzz, right? Everyone seems to be yep. excited. We're back to getting excited again. Yeah. But are there one or two things you guys have picked up on? Yeah, uh, I would say number one, where's the cars? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if everybody thought they were gonna be here yeah. and they could just like get them and take them home. Uh, but that that's certainly a big, big topic. Where's the inventory? How do I get the inventory? You know, ironically, that was the title of our very first just the facts with Kevin Lee from Auction Simplified. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was funny. called Where Are the Cars? And, yeah. and Kevin Lee did that one for us. And here we are two years later. And what's the question? Yeah, where's the cars? <laughs> where's yeah, the cars? Yeah. COVID, COVID certainly has uh, created some unique challenges. And quite frankly, I think it's created a lot of opportunities that, that maybe even existed before that now is an industry we're having to address. And as dealers, we're having to actually go to task. We're actually having to figure this out. Yeah, it's, it's never easy. Yeah. But they tend to figure it out. They do. You know, now, you and I had a little bit of a conversation yesterday. Um, you know, I was asking about the auctions and all that kind of stuff, which, which obviously is your core business. You were mentioning how dealers, though, are getting better at and need to get better at buying them from people, not just at auctions, right? Yeah. You yeah, want to touch so, on that a little bit? Yeah, certainly. So our our company, ACV, and this I'm not going to do a plug on it, but we recognize that there are a lot of opportunities within the consumer space. Um, you, could, you could look at uh, CarMax's numbers, totally public to pull those up. Uh, Carvana, they've both done an exceptional job uh, and have for a long time in consumer acquisition. And I think now it, the dealer community is, is clearly recognized that, that they need to get front and center on this uh, and they need solutions that can really address conversion rates, they can really address transparency with the consumer, that the inspection process, uh, which is changing almost overnight, the inspection process is becoming more robust, much clearer for both the consumer and dealers. I think in the end, uh, not that there is an end, because we don't know <laughs> what the end is here, but uh, I think as this journey is continuing, you're seeing an evolution of new solutions, new products, new services, uh, the one we have, Drivably, uh, is addressing that with consumers and getting fantastic results. Yeah, you had mentioned that. You know, I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to pick your brain on this, mm -hmm. uh, and I know it's off the cuff, but that's how we like to do things here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we talk with our dealer body, um, as you know, we have 30,000 of them. Yep. And when we talk to them, you know, there's been a real paradigm shift between the, the, the multiplication of COVID and millennials becoming more of the buying. But, you know, it's been yep. a real paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, and everything that used to take place in the dealer, the proverbial Foursquare, mm -hmm. is online now, yep. right? So the conversation about how much is the car, how much is my trade, what's my down, they can mm -hmm. find out their trade, their down payment, their credit score, the, what the pay, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So at the dealership, that conversation's gotta be different. You don't go back over what they've been doing for the last 14 hours online, right? Right. So dealers are calling it future costs. And that is the consumer starting to ask more questions about where'd you get the car? Mm -hmm. Who had it? And you were just talking about inspections. Yeah, That's something 
that absolutely has synergy with what the consumer is looking for. Would you agree with that? Oh, totally, totally. And you know, the, the, just the inspection piece, because um, we'll tackle that piece real quick. When you think about the tools and solutions that are coming out to the consumer and their ability to inspect and appraise their own trade-in, yep. okay, which is actually bigger and better in terms of quality, in terms of uh, the condition of the car, memorializing it both digitally and in documentation, it's better than what we have seen in dealerships for, from the past. Uh -huh. right? That makes sense. So that's a process change, whole, whole mindset change. But it's understandable now the consumer is also saying, well, I've inspected my car. What about your car? Right. right? What about the car I'm buying? I've had to tell you everything about mine. Sure, sure. <laughs> so so in, then when you look at the inspection aspect, both in the auction, the wholesale space, uh, that's even pivoting. You know, both obviously our company got out there and ran with a very full, comprehensive, robust inspection. Um, and others are, are doing that now as well. Uh, but that is even changing to the standpoint that now we have a almost a documented pathway of the journey of cars that has started really five or seven years ago. Yeah. And what's going to happen to that information, right? Where's the transparency on this, this generation by generation on the car? Um, one of the things we've done at ACV is we invented a product. I don't even know that I've shared this with you called Copilot. No. I told no. Learn something every day. Here so we go. So Copilot, this is something that we started thinking about as we were training and developing and working with the great team we have, the, the vehicle condition inspectors. We wanted a common core knowledge base of vehicle issues. So, so here's, what, here's what this really is. We inspect at ACV, let's say, about 140,000 to 170,000 cars a month. Inspect them. Every month. Okay. Every month. Same okay. process. Doesn't matter if it's a Lamborghini or a 1995 Ford Taurus. Same process, same procedure, every single car. That data and the issues that happen and the subsequent arbitrations that happen and or failures, vehicle failures, are all memorialized and then put into a knowledge-based library, a digital knowledge-based library, where every vehicle condition inspector has access to the top issues that are occurring for that vehicle by year, by make, by model. It ties by in the future cost, doesn't it? Right, it does. So now, think of that same aspect, that same uh, process with the consumer. Yeah. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, here's the top five things that could be going wrong with your car, but also could be going wrong with the car that you're going to purchase, right? Check these out. Take a look. Take a listen. Um, you know, some of this inspection aspect I think you've seen our, our Apex product yeah. that even smells the car. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For that's, smoke and, and that's beyond my ability right. to understand, but it's cool. But it's cool, <laughs> but again, that just paves the way. And then you get into AI, because yeah, a lot yeah. of that's AI driven. Yeah. It just paves the way to a whole different pathway. And I want to get into the future costs and that sales journey that you're talking about. Yeah. So how do how does that really you have a customer's question, a legitimate question of what is my cost of ownership? What's breakdown? What's repair? Right? What What am I likely to expect? Yeah. And and we're in a time where the number of cars on the road is, quite frankly, at an all time low, at least in dealer inventory, and we're churning inventory because sure. now the age of the cars are going up. Thirteen years is, right, is what right. we just read. So there's a lot of dynamics here that really will start leaning into. Tell me more about that car. Yeah. Tell me what could happen to that car. Yep. 
You know, we, we, we always try to be on point. We always try and stay sharp, right? Um, we're not in the dealers, you and I, so you, it's yep. important to, to get that feedback. Uh, and by the way, did you choose a 95 Taurus because you sold them brand new? I, I, I think that <laughs> probably came up. It was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was probably a transaction. I think it was green with the light gray interior yeah, yeah. GL model. <laughs> so just yesterday, uh, you know, we got all those dealers at, at the convention and I, and I, sat down to just sat next to like four yeah. total stranger dealers and just start asking them and this is what i ask them um when a customer is talking to you about your used cars what are they asking you and the responses are all the same they have been now for quite some time yeah oh they want to know where we got it and why did we buy it and why is it who had it and was it taken care of and mm -hmm. what did you find wrong and what did you fix and when am i going to need to do tires and brakes that kind of stuff so the 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 thing we've been working with dealers, right? Trying to help them get through all this. We're both partners of dealers, so we work with them all the time. The question we get asked, we're the history company, right? So the sure. question we get asked is, should I really tell them I bought a car at auction? Or should I really, you know, and, and here's what I told them. I said, mm -hmm. why would you be afraid of that, right? right? Just turn it into an offensive play. I bought this car at auction and I chose it over 300 others. Yep. And here's why I did it. Here's why we bought it here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a positive story. And uh, the truth is 8 million less new sold. So there's 8 million less yep. used gonna be our problem, right? Yeah. You have to be creative. You, you can't be afraid of what you didn't do before just because you didn't do it. Would you agree with that? Totally, I totally agree. It, what you're addressing is the, I, I, would, I would liken it to the new sales process, mm -hmm. right? A, as you started right off, consumers done their research online. They've came into your dealership. They're, they're looking at a car. They've already appraised their own car. And now they want to know about your car. Okay, they, they like what they saw, but they want to know about your car. How well equipped is the salesperson to address that? Where did the conversation start at the door? You know, I'm, did it start with, welcome to our dealership? I'm sure you've been looking online as most of our customers. Is, is it the assumptive? Yeah. Or are they starting from square one, right? Yeah. And getting off kind of on the wrong foot. And then how well prepared are the salespeople and the sales managers? Because right. this isn't just a salesperson discussion. Um, how well are prepared the managers to discuss, to your point, this car was hand-selected, Yep. right? We, we chose this car out of X number of cars. We got the, in fact, we went to such effort to get this car, we shipped it from Texas. Yeah. Because it was actually traded in at a, in a store in Texas but it's not their core brand. It's right. not what they it's sell. Not what they carry. Yeah. So they they obviously ran it at auction. We found it. We sourced it out, brought it here, and then we put it through a thorough, comprehensive inspection, showing them, showing them what that inspection looked like, um, and then moving on to your actual sales process. Yeah, which I'm sure is what brought them in, right? Yeah, That's absolutely. You know, it's funny um, as you know. Uh, we have been working with dealers very heavily for three, four years now on their descriptions, right? Mm -hmm. The the proverbial windows locks, till cruise, that every car has. The 27 photos of the windows locks, till yep. cruise, everyone has. Putting the window sticker on there, the windows locked. Yep. So we, you know, no two used cars are the same. Correct. That's why we got in the business. That's yep. what we like about the business. Mm -hmm. But we've morphed it. We've morphed it into a new car business. They're all damn near priced the same. They all yeah. kind of look the same. They're all called the same. They're all described the same. Uh, thanks to the market pricing tools, they're all damn near priced the same. So the number one frustration point for consumers is they can't tell the difference. Right. Anyone can call a car certified. Anyone yep. could. So we have been working very diligently educating the dealers on, you didn't just tell the auction to ship you that car. 
there's a reason you bought it. Mm -hmm. There's a reason you paid what you paid. There's a reason you're asking for what you're... Yep. Tell that story, whatever that story is. Yep. It could be a triple green rental car you bought from Enterprise in Idaho that had an accident. Yep. This vehicle is priced below market because mm -hmm. it happens to be a triple green rental car. I bought it at auction in Idaho, but it's a great car. We did a full inspection. Don't miss out. Right? Right. That's the story. Yeah. And, and dealers have told us that gone are the days of just driving as much traffic as possible. That's expensive. Yep. You weed through it for a 2% close rate on yep. all that traffic. So let the internet do what it can do, which is find the right buyer for the car. Right. Bring them in. Ask the right amount of money for the car, but you may be above market or below market, and you got to explain to the consumer why you're priced the way you're priced. That makes sense to exactly. them. Exactly. Um, and, and when you start looking at the adjustments via auto made over the last few years where they're giving you the platinums, the silvers, mm -hmm. and you know, it isn't so much as this is it, this is it, this is it. Yeah. So telling that story, tying it in with the inspection reports sure. like you do, uh, being able to tell the consumer, this is where it came from. This right. is why we bought it. This is why it's priced away. Um, future. Let's, let's talk about the future. Now, not necessarily, yep. uh, your product or mine, but obviously we're exposed to the end. Sure. sure. What do you see? whether it's from us or somebody else. Yep. What do you see happening in the next six months or 12 months? Is there something that's still needed? Is there something that's shining bright that, hey, we need a solution for this? What would you think that would be one? So in the next, would you say three years? <laughs> well, yeah, whatever time frame. Uh, cars. Yeah, inventory. There's, there still isn't gonna be any cars. There's gonna be less. I mean, there's, yeah, arguably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, new car production, of course, is picking up slightly. Mm -hmm. Uh, rental car fleets have, the numbers have came up slightly, um, nothing major. Uh, used cars are getting older, so what we or dealers will be getting back uh, aren't going to be quite as marketable, quite as retailable. Sure. Uh, so we're still in this situation for an extended period of time on inventory. Um, I think the, the thing that comes to my mind is, as you said, having a better story. And, yeah. and when I say story, I don't mean, obviously training your salespeople is important, but you need validation too. Carfax, Carfax is great validation. This right. car shows if it's a one owner, if there's any recalls, warranty, et cetera, right? right. Uh, True 360, right? You mentioned if yep. it's got an accident. Well, right. True 360 can validate, A, if there was an accident, what degree the accident was, and even correct it if the accident wasn't as severe. But equally so, True360 can tell a story, this car's never been hit, right. which isn't something a dealer could ever actually say, right? Because that's a third-party independent validation. They could say it, but would the consumer believe it, right? right, right. And do they really know? So that, th that's just one solution, but there's other solutions out there to improve the validation of the transaction, the validation of pricing, uh, the validation of the worth of the car they're buying. I know on Max Digital that we own, uh, which is an inventory management system, um, we've designed Max, and you're going to see some incredible changes coming out in that here pretty soon. We have really taken a step forward into taking what the dealer wants to do and their intent to do in pricing the car and the value of the car and the condition of the car and, and echoing that or propping that up in front of the consumer in digital space. Okay. So now the consumer is, if you think of it in terms of this, the consumer is getting validation, not just in price, because as you said, they're all priced the same. All the descriptions look the same. Not in Max. Max provides a completely different description, 
unique to each vehicle. Nice. Max provides the window sticker. Max provides the original window sticker, that is. So it's it's not just this has whatever they put in there. It's actual real equipment. But it also provides the ability for the consumer to understand, how did you get to that price? Why is this car more significant, this Toyota Corolla, than the other Toyota Corolla sure. that I looked on a different dealer's website? So I think it's about tools, um, you know, whether it's Max or other tools. I think it's about bringing better solutions to a consumer that they believe, it's important they believe them, that, are, that salespeople and managers and really a whole dealership staff thoroughly understand and they themselves believe that those tools and those solutions, what they are providing to the consumer in the digital space are truthful, honest, and transparent. Yeah. And I think that to me is, is, uh, is probably the biggest, aside from inventory, I think that's the biggest gap right now. Because yeah. I go on a lot of dealership websites uh, for a wide variety of things. I look at their days to service, service drive. I look at uh, the, how they're marketing their used cars, what their new car inventory is like. How many CPO? CPO is at a very, very low level sure, yeah. inventory stock right now. So in looking at all that, I try to put the consumer hat on and say, if I were a consumer, what would I do? You know, what, how would I react to this? What would I and I think really a lot of this comes down to two things. We don't have a lot of cars. There's just, and this is going to be a persistent problem for quite some time. And our people need to be better. They need to grow. They need to develop and be more consumer wrapping their process around what the consumer wants to experience. A little more personable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put a yeah. little more personality into it. Well, hey, we always promise to keep these to a certain time frame. Uh, Craig with a K. With a K. It's been a great conversation as always. Uh, we always look forward to having you on here. You bring such insight. You've always been available. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Appreciate, Appreciate the time. So we will see you next time on Just the Facts.